Hi, this is Catherine Bresser, and you're listening to Talking About My Evolution. And today, I want to talk about, um, well, I want to talk about resistance and pushing past your resistance. (laughs) And I know I've talked about this before. Um, I want to talk about just some other random stuff today. Basically, it's been a really busy few days in my gift shop job. We were setting up for Christmas and um, that went pretty well. Um, Actually, it was the best time I've had working with my boss and um, this other woman who uh, actually was the one to get me hired there. Um, we've been having sort of power struggles for the last year or so whenever we've worked together, but, um, Sunday and Monday, it was really nice. And, uh, you know, (laughs) when people get along, it feels really good and things were flowing and I was really happy. So then I went to my job over at church and um seemed that all the all the good mojo left me as soon as I walked in the building. We did this huge mailing and it was it was a mess from start to finish. And I saw what lack of communication can do and it was frustrating. And I I mean, frankly, I was furious. I have not seen such a level of incompetence in either a very long time or ever. Um, I, I couldn't believe how badly this mailing went. Wound up okay. Um, that's the good news. But the the lack of communication between all the people coordinating on this mailing and uh, the lack of instruction and and then missing details and uh, cross purposes and oh, just it, on and on. I mean, I. I I was just shocked, truly shocked. Um, I, I, I was speechless. I'm still speechless. I, all I could do was shake my head. Um, the good news is the mailing got out. Um, we are resourceful as human beings and we figured it out. We just got it done. And it shows me once again that nobody's perfect and you don't need to be perfect to get the job done. Just get the job done. <laughs> good enough is good enough. And it was a lesson for me um, in, sh- once again, showing me that I need to, I don't know, I hate saying relax my standards. I mean, I have a real issue with catering to the lowest common denominator uh it's it's been sort of the downfall of 
culture and society as we know it. Um, every generation before us laments the fact that the new, new generation, the next generation, has such lower standards. I don't know if it's true or not. I think every new generation of humans has different standards. And uh, they don't match the previous generations. And so they're perceived as being less desirable or less, um, I don't know, cultured or evolved or, or whatever, but they're just different. And, um, you know, I've thought this before, like with all these kids these days coming out as gay or trans or non-binary or whatever their pronouns are, um, and just with alternate lifestyles, um, like for me, it's kind of, it's crept up on me. All of a sudden I see it everywhere. Um, and I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's just me. I, I've suddenly immersed myself in this culture and, and this group of people, or it really is everywhere. Or I'm just tuned into it, or I'm okay with it, and so I see it everywhere. I, I don't know. But I really feel like the whole LGBTQ plus thing has, has exploded. And, um, I mean, I, I'm not judging. I just, it's everywhere. I mean, it's in my house. <laughs> so it's all good. Um, it's just... Uh, man, it's everywhere. And uh, the older generation just doesn't get it. And even me, I mean, I think I've talked about this before, but maybe I haven't on the podcast. I didn't understand um, how all these younger kids are trans. Like, I mean, it, you know, in my opinion, it used to be you were gay or straight. and And now there's so many different ways of being how did that happen but I think I think people always thought that way it's just now it's okay um to to express it and I, I think that's great I mean so many things that just seem so cut and dry when I was a kid just aren't like the gray is taking over and I think that's good because all or nothing thinking is so limiting and so toxic because most people don't fit in all or nothing. So, I mean, today I was talking about this. Uh, I work next to a, a little resale clothes shop and I was trying on some boots and um, there were all these really cute ankle boots in there. And I was laughing because, I mean, I love ankle boots. They're so practical. But when I used to buy boots, um, they were always tall. And uh, I would wear them with skirts. And then I stopped wearing skirts back in 95 when I moved to Minneapolis. And we had that amazingly cold winter. 
and I haven't really gone back to skirts once in a great while but um, anyway so I, I, I have these beautiful boots and I almost never wear them because I'm not going to wear them over my pants and they're not comfortable to wear under my pants but I remember when ankle boots first came out and I was like oh that's a cute idea but they look ridiculous and I just thought they were I actually thought they were super stupid and I was talking about this with the owner of the shop and she's like me too I totally thought they were stupid and now I, you know because I said I would sit down and and my pants would come up and you would see the top of my boots and I mean I couldn't think of anything more more ridiculous she said I know I know I felt the same way but now like they're everywhere they're totally normal no one thinks twice about buying an ankle boot or an ankle shoe uh, not an ankle shoe sorry a, a boot shoe which I have even a couple pairs of I mean they're all like normal um and so, and that's all in maybe 20 years. Maybe less than that. I mean, I remember my first pair, Vivian was still, my girlfriend was still in Chicago. I don't know. It wasn't that long ago is the point. And now they're, they're the norm. And so, I mean, frankly, in my opinion, so is LGBTQ+. I mean, it's becoming the norm. Now, I know in rural America and Christian America, it's it's still considered super liberal lifestyle or heretical or ungodly or whatever. I mean, if you're of that persuasion, God bless you. But um, I'm not. So, you know. You're just going to have to live with my point of view at this point um, or tune out. But um, if you decide to go, you know, uh, God be with you. So uh, I'm going to switch speed this morning. Uh, the reason resistance keeps coming up is uh, I'm resisting. <laughs> I finished my 90-day workout program. I think I complained about it um, a few weeks ago. And uh, I'm back on my 30-day program. And I thought it would be much easier. This was the program that got me into um, working out with this online woman. And again, she's a lovely woman, but um, she's way too fit for me. She's way too advanced for me. I <laughs> and, and I was trying to think like, why do I get so angry at this workout regimen? And it's because she's always trying to challenge us, which for her, she loves. She loves the challenge. But for me, I don't love the challenge. Like, working out isn't my jam. I'm working out just to keep my body limber, to be strong, to feel healthy, um, to get some muscles, you know, whatever. Um it's not my passion. It's just part of my day. And I used to like going to the gym because you would just add more weights or add more reps and, you know, do your machines and, and move on. But I'm not going to the gym 
right now and I can't go back to nine rounds because my shoulder is still compromised and punching a bunch of bags even though it feels really good is not going to um, feel good uh, after maybe a week or two and I can't afford it right now um, so I'm working out at home but um, yeah she tries to like shake up all the routines and the good news is like this time around in the 30-day challenge um, I'm able to do most of the exercises without the modifications so I'm definitely stronger um, but instead of taking like 20 minutes they are taking 45 because I'm just so irritated um, on the good side like I multitasked today I did the exercises and then like swept up all the dust bunnies I saw um, but I just oh I had the hardest time settling down to do all three rounds of the exercises I mean ah oh, I did not want to do them and I was driving myself nuts so I, I finally got them done but I, I, I know I've said this before I need to find another exercise program and this actually happened um, God, seven or eight years ago I used to do yoga and I was in good shape and I hated my yoga instructor hated her so I quit and then I couldn't really afford to do yoga somewhere else because I was doing it through the rec department so it was pretty inexpensive and I wanted to do it in the morning all the other classes were at night and um, so instead of like either paying more and actually doing it with somebody I liked I chose to do nothing which is the wrong choice for me anyway so I totally got out of shape and it led to my depression and it possibly led to other things and in a way maybe it led to all the good things too I don't know but for four or five years I mean I was just a puddle of goo sitting around not exercising feeling like crap and um, irritated because I lost like all my muscle tone and all the whatever all the good work I'd done with yoga and having small children and toting them around all day but um, now I'm feeling stronger but I don't like the exercise program again so I'm trying to stick with it and figure something out but um, <laughs> I don't know I mean I don't know if it's just a factor of I just don't like exercising because I don't think that's it um, I enjoy the walks I take but I know from the last year year and a half that walking is not enough um, you know it's it walking is more of a meditation for me versus um, an exercise thing it's a way for me to get some fresh air and clear my head and you know do some mantras or um, affirmations or just zone out or do some clearings whatever it is I mean I do lots of different things on my walks but um, 
obviously I exercise, but it, uh, it isn't like muscle building. So anyway, um, yep. Got to figure something out there. So what else is going on? My big fundraiser is, uh, for Franny's old school is Saturday nights and I've been running around. I was resisting working on the, I'm the non-art silent auction chair for this charity and I resisted doing this job this year. I tried desperately to hand it off and it didn't work out. I did find a parent to help me get over the initial hump, the part I hate the most, which is sending out the donation request letters and doing the online requests. So, um, yeah, I got that part handled um, with help. But the rest of it I've done on my own. And um, I resisted it because I was trying to launch my own business and I was like, I don't have time for Kaleidoscope. That's the name of the fundraiser. But um, once I stopped resisting, like all the stuff I was putting on hold with Kaleidoscope, like came together really fast. And um, like the presentation for the Stop the Auction looks good. The baskets look good. Um, communication with the other committee members is going well. I mean, everything's coming together really nicely. Um, on the other hand, you know, nothing's happening with my personal business. Um, at least with the funnel. Um, but, uh, I am going to lead my first group coaching call next week. So I guess I am moving forward. Sometimes it's just hard to recognize. I mean, I throw up these walls. I'm really good at building walls, throwing up walls. It's exhausting. But I'm getting better at tearing them down again or walking around them um, or just jumping over them. Whatever, (laughs) whatever cliche or action you want to use. I want to use, um, but yep, I keep busting down my walls and moving forward anyway, <laughs> so it's good, and this is a really long podcast today, I probably should have broken it up into two parts, but there you go, so I'm going to um, end this podcast today by uh, mentioning that Uh, My son came to me tonight and said that he was looking at his Spotify thing and he was trying to find one of his lists and he typed, I think he must have typed in Bresser and he said, your podcast came up. I had no idea they were available on Spotify and he was really surprised and he said he listened to one of them and um, he's like, I, I was almost tearing up. I said, wow, that's really funny because my brother said the same thing. And I said, so (laughs) is it because they're so bad or is it because like it's kind of cool to hear me like on the public airwaves or or did I say something that reached you? 
And uh, he was like, well, I mean, he said I teared up mostly because it's you and, you know, you're trying to put yourself out there and I'm really proud of you. But I think he said he listened to the Honesty podcast. And again, I, I, I don't know what I say in these things. <laughs> I don't remember. Um, but he said that the story I was telling was um, really spoke to him and um, meant something to him. And uh, it just, he just could really relate, which made me really happy because that's the point of doing these. The, the point of creating these podcasts is to tell my story so that you can see that your life isn't that bad either. <laughs> or, I, I mean, you know, we all have struggles and problems on our way to greatness. And uh, if I can do it, you can do it too. So, I have more to talk about, but I think I'll talk about it in uh, other podcasts. Um, this is really a double I'd say going on to be a triple. <laughs> I'm over 21 and a half minutes at this point. Anyway, um, thanks for listening, sticking through it, and uh, have a great day. Take care. <laughs>